Hey everybody, this is Tom the Suit Forced, and welcome to another session of Concert Conversations brought to you by the Waterbury Palace and our great sponsor, Ion Bank. As you know, we talk to a lot of musicians and people behind the scenes, all people who have something to do with the great Palace Theater. It's a beautiful place. If you have played there, you know what I mean. I am always in awe of that place. And if you've gone there, you also know what I mean. Today, we have a real treat, I think. It's, it's, it's an interesting thing for me to do because I don't do many groups that um, have tribute to other bands. And if I do, I'm always thinking, oh, was, that was pretty good. This time, I really have to say I was impressed. And those of you who know me know I'm not impressed that easily. Um, this is a band called Hammer of the Gods. And today I have Paul Colchimero. Hey, Paul, how are you? I'm great, Tom. How are you? I'm doing great, Paul. You know, um, I listen to some of your songs and uh, some, some, some of the tunes that you did. And I will say you are... Um, a very, very good representation of the incredible band Led Zeppelin. Um, and, I, and I really was impressed. And, and I will say right off the bat, as a primarily guitar player, uh, my hat's off to you. You are a blazer, man. You are a very good guitar player. Thank you very much. So that's high praise coming from you. <laughs> oh, well, thank. That's what I was, I was hunting for that, uh, that compliment. But <laughs> you know how that is. So, so Paul, how, tell us a little bit about the members and, and what's happening. I know you've got some changes, as most bands uh, tend to do, um, and it must be really twice as difficult for you to make sure that you got the right members who represent this faithfully. So talk a little bit about that. Well, you're right. Finding, um, you know, finding good people, reliable people and fantastic musicians that can really, uh, you know, figure out how to approach this in an authentic way, I think is, is probably a challenge. Um, fortunately it, it really hasn't been for me. Um, and and for us, um, you know, we've gone through a, a couple of changes over the years, um, and but we had basically a, a pretty solid lineup for I, I think about fifteen years. Um, our uh, original singer and and founding one of the founding members a couple of years ago decided that you know after fifteen or so years it was time to uh, you know move on to other musical endeavors, and, uh -huh. and you know we all parted you know quite amicably um and we were lucky enough to um you know to find another wonderful uh uh singer uh, very you know you know does it all really well but particularly robert plant and uh, and just a, a huge fan so uh, there were you know a, a couple of changes through the years uh, very early on uh but i would say you know Pretty quickly, we were able to put the core band together um, with, uh, you know, people that, you know, possessed a combination of great musical talent and just a tremendous love uh, for Led Zeppelin. And uh, so it, it's really been it's really been great. Well, you know, those of you uh, out there who aren't musicians uh, and, and may, maybe you've heard me play, I, I consider myself a, a competent guitarist. The worst thing I do 
on the planet and I may be the worst guitar player on the planet for covering other people's material especially if I need to do it faithfully if the licks and the leads are iconic I'm not your guy so I really respect the amount of work and focus and memory that it takes for you Paul as a guitar player to play all of those iconic leads man well, I, I, I appreciate that, and, and it, is, uh, it is a bit of a challenge. I've always been, um, you know, sort of a guitar player who plays by ear. Um, so there is a lot, you know, there is a lot to remember. And, and, and I grew up in, in the 80s. I know I'm kind of dating myself. So while I was always a, a big Led Zeppelin fan, I grew up in the, you know, in sort of the hair metal, you know, era. So right, moving... Right over to more of a blues approach uh, to playing, you know, it was a little bit of a challenge for me. And early on in the band, I would get comments from my bandmates, you know, saying, you know, you're being a little too shreddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, can you, can you bring it back to blues? And it really was a challenge to kind of, uh, you know, reshape my playing to more of that, you know, Jimmy Page type um, style. And, and with Page, uh, He's got a very interesting way of playing, which makes it sometimes difficult to pick, you know, pick apart those solo, some of the things. And he was just an absolutely, he's absolutely brilliant at composition. Yes. Um, so, uh, so it was, it was a challenge to, to, to really be able to tackle that. But, but once you get it and you begin to uh, understand, you know, what I like to call the pageisms, just uh, his approach, um, you sort of start to get into his head a little bit. And and while a lot of the solos that I do um, are note for note, a lot of the solos that I do, I try to blend, you know, my own style in a little bit just so that it has a more natural feel. It doesn't, it doesn't have a feel to the audience that I am just sort of very mechanical in playing it note for note. And I think that that's worked out, um, you know, pretty well so that they, they get a little page, they get a little Paul, and uh, and and the whole thing, you know, seems to translate into a pretty good, you know, performance that people seem to be pretty happy with. It. They get a little page, they get a little Paul. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it. Yeah, I I can understand. You know, um, today th this is just this. Here's my commentary. Um, I think that most guitar players today, many guitar players today, have fallen into the trap of you know okay, this is technically perfect, and man, am I going to go fast here? When you look at somebody like, like Paige, and there were other guitar players during that time, they could do it all, but they tended to be more melodic, which I always respect. And I, I try myself to be that kind of melodic person who maybe does theme and development, that kind of thing. And so, so man, learning from him is a great place to be, I, I think. Yeah, I, and, and I, I really agree with you because, you know, again, coming from, you know, the decade of just the Shred Masters, who, who I have the utmost respect for. Of course. Um, you, you know, I rarely would listen to, you know, solos from some of the great, you know, 80s guitar players that just brought me to my knees. And and, and it, it's the blues men, it's the Jimmy Pages and the Jeff Becks and mm -hmm. the Stevie Ray Vaughan's that it doesn't have to be, you know, a lightning fast flurry of notes. It could just be, 
you know, hanging on that one note that just kind of brings tears to your eyes. And I think uh, uh, that's, you know, one of the things that, you know, that I enjoy most about, uh, about, you know, getting into playing and taking apart this music. Let me, let me kind of, uh, and, and this will be a learning experience for me. I, I was kind of excited about this uh, interview uh, as well, because I have never done what you've done, and I wondered to myself if artistically, uh, talking as an artist, if this would be a difficult endeavor. Well, it, it's uh, you know, it, it depends on you know you know the context. So, so there's a couple of different things. First of all, you go out on stage and. You know, and people, for the most part, you know, adore you. They they get what you're doing. Our um, <clears throat> our show is a theatrical thing. We are, you know, it's the full 1973 Madison Square Garden, you know, set, and it's theatrical, and people get it and enjoy it. Um, I do find it, you know, difficult that at the end of the night, uh, it, it's it's not my music that's being played. It would be, I think, much more gratifying. Um, if, you know, if it was my own music. So from that standpoint, um, you know, that can be a little bit difficult, but we're paying tribute to a band that we love and we really don't take it all that seriously. We go out there um, to have a good time, to connect with the crowd. Um, and, and from that standpoint, it's extremely gratifying. That, that's great. That's great. That's, I, I can see where that's the attitude to have. Otherwise you could be up there and you could be given off the wrong vibe, like, you know, I'm sick and tired of I'm sick and tired of this. I mean, even bands, I'm sure Zeppelin at times said, Man, do I have to play you know, Stairway to Heaven again? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean yeah. uh, <laughs> you know you know how that is. So so okay, so let's talk about the members. Uh give me give me a rundown. So um and and I'm glad that you brought that up because I was kind of going on about myself. And the truth of the matter is I am nothing without the absolute powerhouse um, guys that I play with. Yeah. So our drummer, Jake Draco, has been playing drums for years and, and he's just an absolute monster drummer. Mm -hmm. He does. Um, and, and, and that's just not that's not just coming from me. I've heard other drummers come up and say, God, this guy just really nails it he's he's very powerful um he's got that you know he's got a lot of that bottom vibe it's yeah. just very heavy and driving you know he's the absolute anchor to the band and and keeps everything together beautifully <clears throat> interestingly enough you know i've had an opportunity to see him play um with other bands and i was so shocked because he's such a powerful you know bonham-esque type drummer that to hear how uh, versatile he is um, with other bands was really quite shocking to me. So, uh -huh. so Jay is just a, uh, a amazing drummer. That's great. Um, our bass player slash keyboard player is, is Phil Greco. He is um, a music teacher. He is a concert pianist. Um, wow. He was quite a bit younger than the rest of us when when he first joined the band. I think he was in his early twenties and. When he walked into the studio the first time, um, you know, my first thought was, "This guy's a kid. What does he know from Led Zeppelin?" But right, right. <laughs> lo and behold, he was a huge Zeppelin fan and um, and just an amazing musician. He, uh, you know, was not only a great bass player and a great keyboard player, 
but he's a person who understands music um, so well that he's able to explain to us what's going on. So if we're having difficulty with a part or a timing um, or what note is supposed to be, you know, like what's going on there because Paige did a lot of overdubbing. So sometimes it's a little bit difficult to figure out, right. you know, when you're doing it for a piece, you know, sure. you know what should my approach be? Right. And uh, Phil with so much, you know, so much musical background um, is able to really take that stuff apart for us and, and, and lead the band in the right direction, you know, musically, if we're, if we're feeling stumped and, and, you know, I can go on and on about the number of times in the studio that, um, that, that, that he's picked up on something that I would have never seen. And, uh, and just, you know, left me with my mouth hanging open saying, wow, like, <laughs> where did you pull that out of? But just uh, brilliant. Um, Doug Zahn is our lead singer, um, also very, you know, diverse uh, vocalist. But um, of, of all the people that I've played with, you know, including all the members of the band, I don't think I've ever met a bigger Zepp head uh, than Doug. He loves Led Zeppelin, knows everything about Led Zeppelin. When we first, you know, played with him uh, and he came into the studio, you know, for a jam, it was more of a jam. Uh, than an audition when we were looking for a new singer because uh, we had known Doug and we had crossed paths many times over the years. Um, there was absolutely no catch-up time for him. He walked into the studio ready to do every song, um, any song that we wanted to do. He would ask, you know, not only, you know, do you guys want the live version or the studio version? He would say, <laughs> really? He, he, wow. Yeah, he would say, do you want me to give this more of like the Royal Albert Hall feel or do you want more of the <laughs> oh you know, Madison Square Garden 1973 feel? And wow. and, 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 and Doug also has just an incredible range. So um, he's able to go and, and, and really, you know, shines on that early Zeppelin stuff for, you know, guys of our age, you know, in our mid twenties now, um, it's tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it's a wonder. He absolutely crushes, um, that early plant stuff. And, and, uh, I, I really don't know how he does it, uh, but he does it. And it's so often where, you know, running through an old song, a song like you shook me or communication breakdown <clears throat> and, uh, and some of the screams that he comes up with, and Doug is usually standing, you know, up front, and the rest of us are in the back. Um, you know, uh, the bass player Jay and Phil and I will just look at each other and and be like, "God, like, where did he get that note from?" <laughs> um, so just an incredible range, and just uh, you know, so loves Led Zeppelin. You could see it in his performance. Um, and we've had a great response for Doug. Um, he's just he's all over the stage. He can. You know, he's got his own style. He's got the, you know, the that Robert Plant feel without it being goofy. Because sometimes I think tribute bands can get a little, you know, overboard with their mimicking, uh -huh. um, and it comes off a little disingenuous. But, interesting, but, interesting. But Doug does a great. He does a great job. He's just a great front man. Um, totally commands the stage, and wow. uh, absolutely just a pleasure to work with. Well, you love you love the band members. I, you know what? That's important. I always tell everybody that uh, if you've never been in a band, it's like the worst marriage you've ever been part of. Uh, <laughs> um, sometimes uh, we're gonna we're Can gonna be. come right back, Paul. We're gonna uh, we're talking to Paul, and Paul is from. Uh, 
Hammer of the God. It's a great band. Um, it is a wonderful, wonderful tribute to the incredible band uh, Led Zeppelin. So we're going to be right back and we're going to talk a little bit more. We're going to find out about his show coming up at the Palace. Right now we're going to listen to our sponsor, the great Ion Bank. So stay with us. Business owners know you have to take control of your cash flow to grow your business. Ion Bank has a full range of cash management tools to help you save time, work more efficiently, and prevent fraud. It's never been quicker or easier to take control of your cash flow so your business can take off. Learn more about Ion Bank's cash management tools at ionbank.com, member FDIC. Hey everybody, welcome back. Concert Conversations. I'm your host, Tom the Suit Forest. I am with him. Paul, I'm, I'm going to try this again. I, I wasn't going to do it, but I, I feel brave today. So here it goes. It's Paul Colchumero. Perfect. Really? Wow. <laughs> yes. I, I think yes. I hurt my Spot tongue. <laughs> so Paul is a, a, a very, very good guitar player uh, with a very, very good band, Hammer of the Gods. And they are, as I said, a tribute band, uh, a great tribute band to um, to Led Zeppelin, which is, man, I as a musician who grew up during those days, I know how that music is not like, Listen, you know, learning a, a twelve-bar blues song, and, and there's nothing against that. But this is some complicated stuff, and the arrangements are not simple. Um, so my hats off to you guys. And I think if if you've been listening to Paul, I'm learning a lot about uh, the whole uh, tribute idea because I have never done it before. And he sounds like he's got such a great take on. Uh, and a great headspace kind of thing where, uh, you know, he, he's really giving a tribute to to this great band. Uh, so, so Paul, uh, you are coming to the Palace Theater in March. Uh, what's the exact date? It is uh, March 12th, March 2022. Can't okay. believe we're already 22. Okay, March 12th. And uh, do you know the time of the show? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. So everybody can get their tickets now, I'm assuming, uh, at the Palace. Yeah. yeah. Tickets are on sale and selling, so get in there. I think you're going to be uh, really entertained. Uh, um, and if you haven't been to the Palace, um, acoustics are great. It's good for the band. And when it's good for the band, it's good for the audience. And you will be looking around saying... I can't believe this. The palace is palatial. Uh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I guess I sh- probably shouldn't have put those words together, but it is. It, it is just. Uh, I've played there several times, and I've spent half my time just looking around, saying, "What the heck? This is a beautiful place." Um, well, you're not. You're not alone on that. We have been playing uh, at the Palace Theater on and off for about 15 years. Wow. And, and I got to say, the theater is nothing short of iconic first of all the history is amazing led zeppelin played there queen yeah. played there right. queen i think had their first u.s uh playing of bohemian rhapsody there yeah. it, it has such great history but to walk into that theater um it is just mind-blowing it is it is a spectacular theater 
and um, it, it's it's such an honor to play there. It is really one of our favorite theaters. Like you're saying, the acoustic acoustics there are great. Sound system is great. The sound engineer Dave Flowers is amazing. The whole crew there, very nice, um, and he's such just, a great guy to work with. It's not like, what do you mean you want a microphone? <laughs> they're all like that. That yeah. whole you know, we've worked in a lot of theaters, and you know, some better than others in terms of. You know, from A to Z, the from the facility to the people that work there, it is just a wonderful, wonderful place to see a show and a wonderful place to work. So we're so looking forward to the show. Well, I I, I think that I I, I think that this is going to be a great show, and I I hope everyone takes takes advantage of it. Do you know how long your show is going to be? It uh, it runs right around two hours. Two hours straight. Some, sometimes yeah. it can go a little bit over. We so, sometimes we'll sort of you know gauge by the crowd. I think generally, if we gauge by the crowd, we're going to be playing for three. But we try and keep the show to right around two hours. Yeah, I I gauge my performances by the crowd. That's why mine are usually five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you know if if I can, I I have a a quick uh, palace theater story. Sure. So. Our Love first it. time playing, you know, it was, you know, we were very much looking forward to it. We knew that it was beautiful. We were staying in a hotel nearby. And um, and as we drove up to the theater, probably 45 minutes before showtime, we had already been in, done our sound check, headed back to the hotel, relaxed. We came back to the theater and there are, you know, flashing lights. And we just thought that there was a, a horrible, you know, accident and we couldn't imagine what was going on. There were police everywhere and sirens going and lights flashing. And we were you know, concerned that maybe there was an accident, someone got hurt. Are we going to be able to get to the theater? Is the theater burning down? What the hell is going on? Uh, yeah. um, and as we got to the theater, we realized it was just, uh, it was the police department kind of doing crowd control. They had gotten, you know, so I think that, that first night we had sold the show out, which wow. was about 1800 seats. And, uh, and we had no idea what we were walking into. And and in fact, it was just the police directing the crowds and trying to keep the traffic moving along. And uh, absolutely one of the highlights of my musical career. That, so, yeah, that's a, that, that is a great story because, man, yeah. I mean, people think we do this for the money. The truth is we do it for the women. Well, that that's beside the point. <laughs> but, but, I mean, really. Do it for it, the glory. Yeah, we do. We, you glory. know, it really is. It's it's about, obviously, about the music, but it's it's the fact that without an audience, there there is none. There's no reason. Yeah. Uh, so, right. well, look, I, I, I am so happy to have uh, have had you on, Paul. I, I, I want pleasure. people to know how to at least uh, check on the band beside buying the tickets. But um, how uh, you're on Facebook, right? So we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Our biggest presence right you know bad timing we happen to be going through a website overhaul uh which should hopefully be completed in the next two weeks um and and the website is hammerofthegods.com just the way it sounds um but on facebook um sometimes you might have trouble finding it um through hammer of the gods you can try just searching hammer of the gods on facebook or if you want to get there directly go to facebook.com slash Led Zeppelin experience, and that will bring you to our page. That will give you pictures. It will give you videos. It will give you info. It will give you tour dates and all kinds of good stuff. And we're really good about communicating um, with our fans. So if you shoot us out a note or you make a comment, 
uh, you're probably going to wonder if we have lives outside of of music because we respond so quickly to you and we absolutely <laughs> love engaging with love engaging with our fans so please do come say hello that's 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 great that is great so it's um uh remind us march it's it's uh it's saturday march 12th at 8 p.m and uh, it's and i'm telling you right now that is always just a tremendous show and the and the crowd at waterbury is just unbelievable it's such a great crowd since so a great vibe in the room um and a, a good time is guaranteed absolutely and uh, i definitely encourage people to go because this is going to be a great show thank you thank paul you. so much hammer the gods check them out thank you again thank you all right thank you tom it was my pleasure all right everybody thank you for taking some time out to uh sit with us and listen to concert conversations brought to you by the great palace in Waterbury and also Ion Bank. Stay tuned. We got a lot of other good, great shows coming up. So uh, stick tuned. Take care, everybody. <laughs>